What's going on guys, it's your boy Lawrence Kane Jr. back with another episode of the Money Mondays podcast. Very excited about this season, right? We're in a new season and we want to come with some heat. And I want to really come with an episode and a topic that can help not only just entrepreneurs, but people that work nine to fives, uh, people that are looking to transition into uh, new fields and new industries, um, and I think I brought on the perfect guest for that. Um, I have my girl Viv Chapman. Uh, she has a brand called Resumes by Viv. She got some other stuff going on too that I support it because you know what I do. But um, so we're gonna get into a little bit of everything. But I wanted to bring her on uh, because of her experiences with resume building resume writing cover letters you know we we let's just be real we we get tired of doing updating resumes because then when we get to apply we got to put the information in anyway right <laughs> so um i got viv here she's gonna spend some time with us um so viv thank you for coming on the, the, the podcast for me. i'm glad you asked i'm glad you're here so can, i want to start with how do you? How did you get into this field of helping people with resumes? Was it like my, your friend needed help, and like it kind of blossomed from there? Like, give, give us the backstory on that. So my last job, I was there, as you know, for like six years, and I've written. I've been writing forever. Like mm-hmm. since I was a kid, I was that kid that asked for notebooks, pens, laptops. Like that was me <laughs> from jump. So I always was kind of like that person that people would kind of come to to help. They, my my classmates didn't like typing, you know, they didn't like doing certain things. One particular day, I had a girl asking me to type her resume out for her. Mm-hmm. It was a girl I worked with. I was probably at my job for like two years at the time. She asked me to type it, and I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, I got you, like, because we ain't had nothing else to do. I looked at it, I'm like, this is awful. Mm. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what's wrong with it? So literally from that point, I'm like talking to her. I'm like, is this the one you sent in to get this job? And she's like, yes. I'm like, oh, man. Like, so it was probably down bad. You know, so I'm starting to ask questions. I'm looking at it. I start talking to her about what needs to be on here. And she was blown away at the fact that, because she's like, I didn't think you, girl, this was just entry level. Like, I'm like, but what if it wasn't? Mm-hmm. Literally from that point, I started looking at mine, and then I started asking people to look at theirs, mm-hmm. and I started doing them for free for a while. Mm-hmm. And at that, it was literally at that point I was interested in resumes and kind of like what people's idea of a resume was, because it's amazing to me that people don't really think that they're important. Mm-hmm. They think that it's just what you've done, like written in sentences just throw it like on a piece of paper right they don't think it's answered calls (laughs) (laughs) assisted with paperwork and i I think that that is also what made me interested in helping specifically black young black adults Mm -hmm. teenagers because i feel like sometimes we can feel stagnant and people think that this is all that we can do you know you get that job that's you make $18 an hour because that's the only thing that you have experience in. But what they don't understand is if you want to branch out, even if you don't have a degree, 
the experience that you have in this role can be used in doing something more mm-hmm. where you're making 45k 50k right. 100k like right. it just re- it just really is about your experience and how you can portray that right to people. and leverage it i mean because yeah. it ain't really a portrayal it's I, I i come to work every day right and i think a lot of people undervalue being someone that goes to work every day like you work 40 hours a week you multiply that by a year that's 2000 hours yeah, that you've that you've dedicated to a specific t- you know role in a company and mm-hmm. you can leverage that you Absolutely. know and that that that's that makes a lot of sense now you you talked about um you know this desire to help you know the you know young young people but also there's some people who've been working a long time that you know that they're, they're, they're if if you leave it up to them their resume could possibly be three pages long so from your experience is like how, how should like what are some key like points on what a resume should consist of how long should it be stuff like that i absolutely have dealt with people who have worked for <laughs> forever <laughs> you know i've had my friends and their parents to me and um they have ex- they, they, a lot of experience uh great jobs but nobody cares if we're gonna put it like if we're gonna be blunt about it nobody cares when you are applying for a job and you're sending your resume in they're gonna look at it for 30 seconds maybe 45 if you're lucky you need to get it to maximum two pages maximum that's max maximum okay because nobody wants to sit there and read it like that now the point of a resume is not to get you the job the point of a resume is to pique their interest enough to want to meet you in person so what your resume should do is point out the most recent and most important jobs that correspond with what you want to do you pique their interest you take the resume with you. You take key points with you written down. And that is when you kind of blow their mind. Now, the cover letter, because some places don't even ask for them, the cover letter is where you put the majority of your information hmm. if you have a whole bunch of experience. Okay. So let's say you are working in customer service, whatever. Because <laughs> customer service is very broad. You can be a banker. You can work in a pharmacy. You can you can work for Saks, you know, on mm-hmm. the phone. Like, so say you've been doing that for 30 years, and you feel like the resume that you have does not express all of that. The cover letter is where you make up for that. The cover letter is typically the first thing that they see, and you let them know, so I'm really excited about this. This is why I applied. And I have attached my 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 resume mm-hmm. so you can kind of see more about what I do. Absolutely. But the letter is where you sell yourself. Okay. And that's where people don't understand because they're like, it's 2022. Nobody needs a cover letter anymore. That's a lie. The cover. So you're saying the cover letter is more, really more important than the yes. resume because they're going to look at the cover letter first because that's what you submit before the, you know, mm-hmm. if you're looking and at a task. notice the types of jobs that are making 45 or more a year, those are the jobs that ask for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get a job at 
any job is a job. I, I'm not knocking nobody, but I'm saying Dunkin' Donuts not asking you for that. Like, right. they're not, they don't care. Right. So, when it comes down to picking the correct person, they want to know why you are the fit. Mm-hmm. And that cover letter kind of gives them a really good look. The resume is kind of like the, the, the meat and potatoes because it's most recent. You don't need to go past 10 years. You know, nobody cares what you did in 1992. <laughs> like, right. It, it's really just like, okay, this is what's up. But the cover letter is where you kind of can show them a little bit of who you are, express your personality, brag on yourself. Right. So what, what when you, you kind of talked about like most recent things, right? So how far back should one go on resume? I don't resume? Like past 10 years. So no past ten years. I would okay. prefer six to seven. Okay. But I don't like. But you can't. Some people can't help it. Like. Yeah. Like I said, my last job was six years. Right. You can't help it if you you know worked a lot. Yeah. Um, but also, you were at that one job for six though. So you know what I mean. So I, what I'm saying is like, you had. If I had ten jobs in the last six years, that's gonna be a lot of. Pages it's on actually, a resume. It's not gonna look good. Either. It's not gonna look right. So you're saying it should be. So let's put it this way: You need a job. You want a resume. You come to me. My job is to make you look as best as I can make you look to the people that you are wanting to hire you. Yes. So if you had ten jobs in three years, nobody's gonna want to hire you. I mean, somebody will, but right. it's not going to look good. You look like a job hopper. Right. My job is to make you look like an asset. Okay. And to, to do that, it would not be smart to put all 10 of your jobs in three years. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people think that that many jobs is great. And while it may be in terms of getting experience from each to an employer, it looks like that you have no loyalty to one place. Exactly, yeah. My job is to make you look like you can be loyal and you are going to be an asset to that organization. Right. And it's not saying that you can't help somebody who's had that situation. Absolutely. You're just saying if... Because let's be real. Some people don't value paying for services like resume writing because they think that they can do it. Oh, I can go to Google and get this template um, and go from there, but I've used you, and I've gotten interviews off of that, right? I can't remember how long it's been, it's been but a it's been it's been a minute. But it was while I had a Abundance University. Yeah. It wasn't like it was before. I, like I I stopped working for my. You know what I mean? Like it it was pretty recent. It's just been some years, but you know, some people think that they can do it on their own, and that's kind of it. Kind of brings into. Um, you're not just doing the resume. You ju- you don't just offer resume and cover letter um, assistance, but you also help with the application and interview part too. So kind of talk about what does that entail? So like I said, the resume is to get you the interview. They're not going to hire you based off of your resume. The resume is to get you the interview. So you can get the interview and lock up. Right. So I do help people with mock interviews questions that are going to be asked of you, how you should answer them, um, what you should wear, what questions you should have for them. Because that's really what it's about. That's where you build that bond Mm -hmm. and make them want to bring you on. Yeah. It's important. It's important. It's not always what you know. 
Sometimes it's who you know, but sometimes it's just being able to communicate with people and what can make them want you, basically. Yeah. That's really what an interview is about. The resume, the cover letter, all of it is a game. It may, it, it's to make them want you. Mm-hmm. If you think about it like that. Yeah. So while people think that they can do it on their own, they can. Anybody can do that. Right. You can go to Indeed and put it in. And it, but will it make them want you, though? Right. Probably not. Not if you're not using the right keywords. Mm. Not if you are not elaborating on what you actually do. Mm-hmm. That's where I come in. Yeah. I don't need you to give me. You don't got to do all that. You just tell me a little bit about where you were, what your title was, how long you worked there. It's my job to research the role. Mm-hmm. And that is what I portray to the people that you want to hire you. Absolutely. So it's, it's, a, it's a method to the madness. Yeah. Of a resume. And it's something that I'm passionate about because it's what I like to do. You know, you can do it yourself or get your auntie, cousin, sister, somebody to do it for you. Right. If they don't have that passion, if they don't really know what it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not, I mean, it's just going to be a resume. It's not going to be a great one. Yeah. Yeah, so. I agree. Now, you, we, we were talking offline and... I, I was curious on, like, what do you look for? What information do you kind of use for an entrepreneur's resume as that that's kind of different from a re- like somebody applying for a job? I may be I may need a resume for doing some influencer work. Mm-hmm. I may need a resume for um, being a brand ambassador or something like that. So what? Do you help with that too, right? Yeah, I've done plenty of resumes for entrepreneurs. So how, uh, give, give me that process. Like, are you asking similar questions? Mm-hmm. Similar questions, but because... So basically, you're your own employee. Mm-hmm. So what you look for, you're not trying to be necessarily hired by anyone else, but you are looking to maybe collaborate. So they need to see that you have certain skills. Okay. So I look at what you do. I look at how I can broadcast you being your own boss. So you're going to be doing the work. So I can kind of, it can be similar to a regular employee, but I'm also going to be broadcasting the fact that you build relationships, you maintain relationships, you get deals, how you lock deals in. So if you were trying to collaborate with other you know, businesses, business owners, they could see how you would be an asset to their team. Mm-hmm. You know, if you run a trucking business, I'm not just going to do a resume for you as an entrepreneur on what you do all day, like driving for Amazon. That would be similar to any driver. Right. I have to broadcast how you run it. Okay. And that can go a bunch of different ways depending on what it is that you do. But Absolutely. I pretty much am broadcasting you as your as a as a boss and an employee. Yeah. So it's a little bit of both. Mm. Definitely a little bit of both. Because when you need a resume, ultimately you are trying to collaborate with someone else. You're wanting someone to pick you when you are using a resume. Mm. And it's the same thing as a business owner or an employee. Yeah. It's the game of making them want you. Okay. That makes sense. You also brought up a point of, again, (laughs) some people are so focused on 
just getting the job or getting the contract if you're an entrepreneur is like, no, you have to get people to be interested in you. Like there, people do business with people they know, like and trust, mm-hmm. right? That's that's been a saying um, in the space for a long time. But to your point, a resume helps you to be likable. the The cover letter gets you to be likable, and you know, and certain keywords that you have have used for your clients assist in that, yep. right? And I think that that's what separates going to Google. You know what I mean? And just finding a template to go off of as opposed to understanding the terminology and the language that these people are are looking for, yeah. right? When I tell people, like when I, you know, post about it, market it, I tell people, I make sure to include that it's a personalized resume. It's personalized specifically for you. Mm-hmm. So you could be doing this job, your best friend could be doing this job, same role, but you are two different people. You might focus on two different things. It has to be personalized. While you can get ideas from, you know, example resumes for people who had that role, it's still not you. That's not what you did. So in order to get this resume and cover letter, they're going to read it. And when they meet you, it's going to be that person. You know, mm-hmm. you can have a resume and, and put no effort into it and sound like a stick in the mud. And then when they meet you, they're like, oh, OK. Or you can have a resume and sound great and they meet you and your personality is nothing like that. You know what I mean? It's about mm-hmm. you and it's kind of a good way to let them into who you are Yeah. before they even see you. Absolutely. And speaking of seeing you, you... <laughs> Even from like social media standpoint, right? Because I'm, if I see a name, somebody reach out to me or somebody apply for, you know, to work for me, mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google them. If that Facebook pop up, that Instagram pop up, that LinkedIn pop up. I'm, I'm doing some, some digging, yeah. right? So yeah, you, but you also help, but you help with LinkedIn. the LinkedIn account, and I, I've sat down with two millionaires. Because of my LinkedIn account. So I know the power of it. I need to be better right now on like being more active on it. Like I get Same. a ton of notifications, <laughs> but they don't be for me. Yeah. Um, talk about that. Like what how do you help people utilize LinkedIn? Cause I mean, I'll be real. LinkedIn is it it is really fun when you like really tap into it. Like there's a lot of article great articles on there, there's a lot of people you connect with. There are some hacks, if you will, that that can, you know, you can get in the rooms or, you know, have meetings with people that you probably couldn't from their Facebook because they ain't accepting nobody on Facebook, but LinkedIn different. So kind of talk about like what you help with uh, when it comes to um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's funny because a lot of people don't have one. So when I'm doing resume work and I ask them for the information, a lot of the ways that I reel people in is when they see it, they reach out and they say, do I need it? And I'm like, yeah, you don't have one. And so it kind of turns into a process because it's like, this is Facebook for your career. Mm -hmm. So take it, don't take it with a grain of salt. Take it as a way to 
Get serious about what you really want. Find those people who are in those positions. Reach out to them. Build those relationships. It's their birthday. Oh, happy birthday. I'm da, da, da. That's how you build that type of bond. Slowly but surely. Yeah. You know, you could be doing something else, but if you know that there's a company that you want to work for, add them. Add that. Follow that company. Add the people that work there. Look and see if they have employees that are close to you. Send a direct message. Get the right profile picture. If you don't have the right profile picture, take one. Should I have a, should I have a selfie as a profile picture? Absolutely not. <laughs> get a professional headshot. If you do have a selfie... Um, because you have not gotten headshots yet, there are um, ways to like finagle them. Like what? How, how, I'm curious. So on this. if you got a self, there's things that where you can take away the background. Right. right. Be smiling. Look inviting. Yeah. Don't wear sunglasses. Look professional and professionalism. Of course, it's a broad. It's a broad term, but. That's your first impression because right. unlike a resume, this is where they can actually see you. <laughs> right. <laughs> they see you. Like they know what you look like. So it's nice to look the part. Whatever that part may be. Right. Absolutely. Whatever it is, you know. So if you don't have headshots yet, which a lot of us don't, I'm glad that I got the opportunity to take a picture, you know, and it's on there. But if you don't find the best one for you, get an app, delete the background, just make sure it's your face. You look yeah. inviting. If you have, you know, a collar or something, it'd be better. But if you don't, for now, right. just do that. But the picture is important. And and for those listening too, like a professional headshot is not meaning getting professional photos. Right. What we're saying is, it needs to look like you took your time to take some pictures. <laughs> so you can go outside. We just, I just got some. I, just, I, I love me. I'm a. I be just waking up like, yeah, I need some more headshots. Like, <laughs> I just wake up with it. <laughs> but, but, but I um, I just took some last week, and I'm like, I'm a, you know, I need, to, I need a fresh, you know, last professional photos. I got, I had hair. You know what I mean? I just cut my hair for the new year. Like, so I take them. But I tell people if you don't have. If you can, you don't got no photographer or nothing, you can, or you can't afford it, you can get you a tripod from Five Below, put it on your tabletop, or put it on your car if you want it outside. If it if it feel if it feel good outside, it don't even got to be sunny. It can just not rain wherever you're at, and you can take you use that timer. Hang you up a white sheet. Use that timer. <laughs> not even that, because people love taking professional photos in the, uh, outside. Outside, but like say it is raining, like white sheet. Like you ain't yep. even gotta pay nobody. Yep. Just go get you a nice blazer, nice button up, something nice looking. Get just get decent, get real fresh. I yep. really feel fit. Yep. Take. And, you know, if it is nice outside, do it in an area where, you know, it looks good. Like, one of mine, we took it, and it was, like, in a, um, one of my, before I was working from home, it was, like, a real pretty pond, and mm-hmm. it just looked really nice, yeah. the vibe was there. <laughs> but if you don't want to do that, that's cool. If you can't do that, then that's cool. Absolutely. Um, but say you just at home, hang you up a white sheet on your door. Put that tripod up. Take it from there. 
Tripod it out. You get a tripod from Five Below. Five Below. <laughs> I think I got mine from Amazon for like twelve. Yeah, I, I, but you know Five Below. I love Five Man, Below. It, it's five and below. They, so. got some, they got some nice headphones in there. They do. So you can literally, for again, those listening, you have to, it, it really ain't investing a lot of money. You just need to be intentional with how you want to be portrayed mm-hmm. online. Be as authentic as you possibly can. Don't be on there faking. Because like she said, LinkedIn, that's the that's the professional that's Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. And, and, you know... You should be interacting. You should be posting. You should be liking. You should be following. But it's different. Yeah. It's, it's, it's your... That's you at work. You need to pretend you at work. And I think it's better for people when you have a resume. It's better for people to actually have a LinkedIn because when your name is there, the worst thing you could do is not have a LinkedIn, put your real name on your resume, and the people about to search you. Mm-hmm. They ain't got a link to go to already. They about to search you on Facebook, Instagram, and then boom. Yeah, that's who you really are. Right. So if you have a LinkedIn and it's already there, they're like, okay, let me just. Mm-hmm. It, it works out better for you. And a lot of a lot of companies though, they'll ask for like when you're applying, they'll ask what is your LinkedIn. So I mean, it's LinkedIn is really. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're an entrepreneur. I don't care if you, you know, you're you're actively looking for a new job. You should be on LinkedIn. You should. Yeah. Fi- I mean, I I'm making a more concerted effort to speak at colleges. I'm googling. Or I'm not googling. I'm, I'm going on LinkedIn, and you can search people that work for the college. You can actually search hiring manager, and everybody who puts that they're a hiring manager on on their LinkedIn profile pops up. Whether they're in your city or not, so like you can start, fi- like looking at what their insight is, yep. right? What are what are the big people in these roles thinking of and doing, and you know they have dialogue on there all the time. What like, their interests are, yeah. It's important before before an interview, look it up, kind of get a get insight on the business, the mindset. Even if you don't have an interview with that person. That's how you bring up conversation. You can engage. You're not sitting there like, when they ask you a question, you know, what do I say? What do I do? No. It's nice to just be prepared. LinkedIn is a great way to prepare. Yeah. For an interview, for a future role. Recruiters reach out to you. Yep. They reach out to you. Even if you're not even wanting a job, recruiters reaching out. I get people, I've been at my job, it'll be three years. I get messages all the time from recruiters. Right. Because of my experience. Yep. Yeah, I'm I, my my LinkedIn go crazy with uh <laughs> with people trying to you know because I you know I got on there I'm a financial coach so they're like hey we got a program for coaches like mm-hmm. I'm like interested but yeah. it's just because they see me active they see my picture is up to date I've it's been active on there be in the now yep. I think it's great whether you're interested whether you're not interested it's nice to have the option you never know what can happen in your life mm-hmm. and that's what i'm saying with people who don't have resumes or keep them updated it's great to always be prepared yep. you never how know. often should you update your your um whenever you resume. learn something new whenever you learn something new hmm interesting whenever you learn something new cuz like in this role my resume right now my job that i have is listed but I've done so many different things. I've accomplished so many different things as a representative in my role now 
to where my original resume with that job wanted to look like child's play. Right. It definitely looked like entry level. So mm-hmm. whenever you learn something new, that's when you change your your qualifications, your you know, your your actual role, the bullet points change. Mm-hmm. Everything about what you do changes. Yeah. Every time you learn something new. And people are like, Oh, my resume's great. It probably is, but it could be better. Yeah. Because I'm sure you are not the same person that you were when you wrote it. Yeah. Even though that's the same job, what else have you done since then? Mm-hmm. It's always a way to make yourself more appealing to hiring managers, to your boss. Should people actively seek new skills in, in these roles? Like, yes. I feel like some people, they don't, they're like, man, I'm, I'm getting by, I'm getting these bills paid, I'm making money. They don't bother me, but I mean, we also know that in two years, prices are gonna be higher than what it is now. Mm-hmm. So, you think you you would you would say that people need to seek out what 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 are some things that they can seek that you think would be beneficial though? And I, let's let's go let's break it back down to like customer service, right? Whether you work at the bank, whether you work in you know pharmaceuticals, whatever it is. The customer sir, what what are some other skills that you see that people can be like, hey, I, I can, let me try this out or let me do this. So it really just depends on the, that can it, it depends on the person, and I will say that because I know that I'm one of those people that I hate being, I hate feeling stagnant, I hate it, hmm. bothers me. I can let the job's good, they don't bother me, I'm making my money just like you said, but at the same time it's like, why am I here? Like, am I really waking up to do this every single day? So, in that term, it's like bettering yourself, right? So, say you are good at what you do. There's always other things that you could do. So, where I am, my job kind of offers things. Mm. If your job don't offer it, then that's when you go looking for it. Right. Learn how to use Excel, PowerPoint. Get those skills under your belt. Those are hard skills that you can put on your resume. So... Say you are just in customer service and this is what you're doing and you're making your cute little money, but you want to try something different. Say it's also in customer service or quality control. You know, they make good money. Yep. And you don't have any experience in quality control, but you come into the table with your experience as a customer service rep. You know how to use PowerPoint. You know how to work, navigate Excel. There are things that you probably will be able to do just doing all your downtime at work or at home that people in the role don't even do. Mm, yeah. So it's a way to, it's just, it's always, I'm one of those people, I just always want to better myself. Mm-hmm. I want to read about it. I want to learn about it. That's just my personality. Everybody doesn't have that personality and that's okay. But like you said, be intentional with what you want. If you're okay with this, be okay with it. That's cool. You don't have to go do nothing, you know, to add more to your place. Some people are fine with it. Mm-hmm. My dad was one of those people. Mm-hmm. He made good money, he supported us, but he he didn't really, he wasn't that guy, you know? Right. I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. Some people are okay with where they are. Some people are not. If you know, though, that you want to, like, make better money, then that's when you invest in you. Mm-hmm. And it's not always investments are not easy. Yeah, right. if, even when we're talking monetary, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to invest in you, you gonna have to put in the work to actually 
make more off yourself. Absolutely. You gotta study. You gotta read. You gotta, you know, be hands on. You have to be intentional. So I think in that particular situation, it's about knowing exactly what it is that you want. If you're okay with it, cool. Be okay with it. You still need to update your resume. You just never know. But if you know in two, three years, you want to make 10, 15, 20,000 20, more dollars, what can you do to make yourself a better employee than you are now? What are What is it that you're not doing? That you, what is it that you don't know how to do right now? Make a bullet point list. You know, I don't know how to do this. Excel. I would love to learn how to navigate. Boom. I want to learn how to make PowerPoints so I can be better at presenting things. Say I have a super good idea and I want to present it to my boss. Do you know how to use PowerPoint? Probably not. Like if you don't, boom, write it down. So within that year, just everything is on YouTube. YouTube University, okay? YouTube University. <laughs> Get on there and watch those videos. Yeah. And just kind of do it in your damn time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of how I was. So my last corporate job um i don't think i really i don't really talk about that <laughs> i think i need to do a better <laughs> job of it um I, I i glint i do a glimpse of it every now and then but i mean i was at a point where i was stagnant i was like man i ain't trying to be doing this mm -hmm. like this ain't this ain't fulfilling like so i was trying to get a new role i was trying to present them and and i think i should have sat down with you those years ago maybe it would have went better but like i didn't have the, no, a deck to talk about it or you know i just kind of was i just had my emotions and my yeah. you know my words behind it but i was like man we should we should teach we should go to colleges and high schools teach financial literacy like I think it'd be a good good way to get people introduced to us. Like we don't we ain't really known out here. Like so they was like, nah, we cool. Like mm -hmm. whatever, good. Yeah, not thanks, but no thanks, but right? Now, but then so I was like, so what I did was while I was at work, I I studied, you know, how to um I got on. I knew I already knew how to use PowerPoint because I didn't did PowerPoints up until that mm -hmm. point, but like. Really trying to craft like what if I started a business, what would it look like? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what it, you know, that's what this is. You know what I mean? Like this is just an extension on what I thought about those years ago. Like it's crazy. They say like when you have a what is it? You make a when you have a goal, make it a plan or yeah. something. Write it down. Yeah, write it down. And it becomes real. Yeah. And then it's like okay, so all right, I want to do this, but like how do I get there? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do everything in one day. And I think of the problem is now, a lot of us young adults are feeling like we should be further. Yeah. And that can be discouraging. And it's like, no. You know what I'm saying? You take what you want and make it real. And you just take the steps to get there. And I promise you, when you start, every single day is going to change. Yeah. I mean, we at the end of the day, we're building the road while driving on it. That's what life is. That's what entrepreneurship is. That's what your career is. So you you got you can't get lost in the, the oh I should have had a house by thirty or I should have had X Y Z saved up. It's like nah. It, I mean it ain't it ain't your current reality. But if you want that to be your reality, to your point, you got to be intentional. You got to put some work in. 
it's not gonna be easy. Like that would be fun either. I, I, in some cases, but I some think it is fun. I think I think that's be. where we ha- we have to find the fun in the journey, mm-hmm. right? Like you look at that's what makes you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. When you find the fun in the journey, that's kind of what motivates you to keep going. For me, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do it. But then it's like, all right, girl. Like, because what, 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 what happens when you don't? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing the same exact thing as I was doing before. Right. You know what I mean? So you're right. right. You have to find the fun. Because if you don't, you it's, ain't going to want to wake up and do it. It's over. It's over. Like, you, you're not going to be interested in it. And that's what I think of. We get bored. Mm. And a lot of us have these great ideas, and we start them, but we don't finish them. We yeah. don't follow through. And I think that's, we don't find the fun in that journey. Yeah. That's why we're not finishing these things. But it's remind me of the three Ds, right? You got to have determination. You got to have discipline. And you have to... You have to make decisions, right? Like we're this whole episode, we're we're talking about resumes, we're talking about LinkedIn, we're talking we're talking about growing, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's gonna take the you to do some things out of your normal, not necessarily comfort zone, because people say that all the time, but it's like no, it's just it's out of your normal routine. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I'm used to waking up at nine a.m. every day. And you telling me that I need to get up at six to go work out? It's not that it's out of my comfort zone. It's out of what I'm nor- what I'm normally doing. Habit, you know what I mean? But you can, so you so now I got to create a new norm. I don't have to get out of a comfort zone. I got to create. We have to create new norms. So you probably spend a lot of time on Instagram. No, cut that in half and do some LinkedIn. You know what I mean? Like so, it's like it's. Is it uncomfortable to instead of hitting a button that says Instagram, you hit a button that says LinkedIn? No, no, no. it's not uncomfortable. You just have <laughs> to find the fun in that journey. Exactly. It's the same way you get on Instagram and you are stimulated by whatever it is you're looking at, you have to be you have to be okay with being stimulated by something different. Exactly. And if that's something different, it's going to better you in the long run and help you with the goals that you're trying to reach. Then I don't really see an issue. That's not a comfort zone, like you said. It's a new normal. It's a new habit. Like building new habits is, com- it's so healthy as long as the habits are healthy. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> it's healthy because it helps you grow. Like right. we're never gonna be in ten years. We are gonna be different people. Same name could look the same, but we're gonna be so different. And what we do in our lives is who is going to mold that person that mm. we're becoming. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, new new things is not always just getting out of a comfort zone. It's just you got to create some new habits. Absolutely. I, I First of all, I'm, I know I'm not going to be the same because I'm doing this 10-day smoothie challenge right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going through it, and I'm losing. I done lost three pounds in two days, so I'm good. But no, you're you're right, man. I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's like we're doing. We're it goes back to what I always talk about. Like we're sowing seeds now to get to that harvest, you know. And it's like you just you. The thing about sowing seeds is you don't know which seed is gonna produce the harvest, so you don't know which day 
of consistency that you're doing that's going to get you that call that you've been waiting on, that that job that you've been waiting on for my entrepreneurs, that contract you've been waiting on or that, that client you've been waiting on. So That's why you can't give up. Even when it feels like you're doing it for nothing, you're not. Because I promise you, like, if you keep going, there will be a certain point in your life and you like, what if I had not put that work in? Mm-hmm. I would not be prepared. And and it you be it's you there's so much gratitude in that when that happens. It's happened to me so many times. Because I like, you know, I'm a homebody now. I used to I've had my days. But like in that in the time in my free time after work, I'm like, I used to go to the bars and you know, kick it with my girls and now I'm like, what can I do? I wanna do something. What am I interested in? I take that I look it up. I got notebooks upon notebooks. And I use a few hours out of my day, multiple times a week, in my free time, to write this stuff down and study it. Mm-hmm. That's just how I do things. You can do things differently. Everybody's different. But there have mm-hmm. been so many times conversations with people um, that I have with clients that are kind of like, should I hire somebody to write? And I have the knowledge for them to tell them, like, why I'm the person that I, you know, that yeah. I should be doing this. And I'm like, wow. If I had not did all this research on LinkedIn, it took me, I, I promise I spent like a solid two days watching videos, right. reading things on it, learning like algorithms and kind of stuff like that. I didn't have any of that knowledge at you know one point and nobody made me do it. Nobody made me do it. I did it on my own. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, a new normal. You have to find a new normal. It might be boring sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you really don't feel like doing it. But it's like, I know that I need to do this. Yep. Yep. That's you, you preaching. You preaching. Now, last thing I want to hit on before we head out is the thank you letters. Right? Is that still something we should be sending out? Absolutely. That's probably why I didn't get that job at Fresh Financial. Absolutely. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's it's a it's a very great gesture and it shows that you are interested. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you write in a cover letter, at the end of the cover letter, it's like, Oh, thank you so much for this opportunity. I look forward to speaking with you in person. So they're like, Okay, I wanna meet you. Met with you in person and then what? It's crickets. You wait on them. No. You did all that to get them. It's like a relationship. Keep it going. Right. You know, you got to build that. So you had that. You think the interview went well. Write a thank you letter. Should it be a letter or an email? Or does letter it... Letter does it format. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, don't, it, don't, it doesn't have to be, you know, on a letterhead or anything. Okay. Um, you don't got to scan it in. But dear, you know, whoever it was. Because yeah. um, at that point, you'll know who it is. A lot of the times, we don't know exactly who we're meeting with. Sometimes right. we do, but... Yeah, it can be a letter and email format, and it basically just makes them feel like, oh, okay, she wants this. Mm-hmm. Kind of explain, you know, like what y'all talked about, why this, that was great, you know, nice meeting them, why right. this role is important to you. Just let them know that you appreciate their time. Boom. It kind of just, it's almost like asking questions at the end of the interview. It's letting them know that 
it matters. You're really interested. And you might have a question after the interview that you forgot to ask, right? Yeah, I think we always go into conversations where, whether it's an interview, whether it's an argument, and we look back like, I should have said, said that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I swear, that's the worst. So, so I think that can be also in that. And, that, it, and it keeps them engaged. Keep them you. engaged, yep. yeah. So You're right. It does keep them engaged because they have, like, even if you said thank you and that's it, like, okay. that's <laughs> like, okay, we ain't going to hire you. But if you ask a question nine times out of ten, they'll re- at least respond to the question that and you let's asked. let's say you didn't get the job after you do all of that. I guarantee you that you will be in their system. Yeah. They will know you. They will remember you. Mm-hmm. I've had so many people I've done our resumes for that, you know, may not get it and they tell me about it, they end up getting something else. And that same hire manager reaches out to them later. They're mm-hmm. like, We had you on you're great, like something opened up. Yep. It is never it don't always gotta be right now, but I promise with sowing those seeds. Mm-hmm. Sow them. Yeah. You're gonna get something. I I, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> Nah, this was good, man. I think you provided a lot, a lot of insight. Um, and I know for me, my biggest takeaway is I need to get back on my LinkedIn grind because um, I do, I do understand the value of it, honestly. And I think with my new headshots, I'm a, it's, it's gonna make me wanna, wanna get to it. But, uh, but no, this was good. So, um, where, where can people find you? To, to, uh, to get help with all, I mean, you do everything. Yeah. So, look, Facebook, the, I had, I'm working on my website right now because I'm trying to make it extremely easy since I'm narrowing it down to just like pretty much writing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm working on that. So, that'll be up. But you can always find me, facebook.com slash resumes by Viv. I'm right there. It's mm-hmm. the easiest thing. You can't really miss my, I think my picture now is me. It on is. Facebook. Yeah, it's actually me. It's not a logo anymore. Okay. It's me, uh, with a notebook and a pen. Okay. It's intentional. Intentional. So, yeah. That's I mean, good. It's not hard to find. You can always just look up resumes by me and I'll pop right up. Right, and I'll be out here tagging you all the time and stuff. So. And I appreciate that. For sure. As you know, that's what we do, man. Yeah. So I'll put out, I'll put that information inside in, in the show notes as well so people can ch- check it out once the, once we drop this. But guys, man, this I hope you got some value from this. Um, if you are an entrepreneur, if you work a nine to five and you need an updated resume, reach out to VF. If you just need her to look over your current resume. She offers that as well. If you need help with setting up your LinkedIn, she helps with that. Invest in yourself because however much you spend with her, you'll that's going to be pennies compared to what you can potentially make in the marketplace, right? So um, definitely subscribe, share this with all of your friends, your coworkers, business brothers and sisters. Um, and remember, financial success that happens on purpose and success does not visit the lazy. God bless.